The following story has been brought to you by storiestoinspire.org. There was a young boy whose name was Neil, and he grew up, uh, his father passed away, he was five years old. So he grew up without a father. And when his father passed away, his mother decided, that's it, I'm uh, dropping out of Judaism. No time for Judaism. You've got to be a doctor. You've got to be a lawyer. You've got to be focused on your career. If you're not focused, it's not worth it. So there's no time for Shabbos, no time for kosher, no time for any of that. And Neil grew up not that religious. In seventh grade, he bumps into somebody, and the person says, I know your dad, you're a religious guy. You, you're not, you're not a Sia Yamaka, you're not. She says, my mom doesn't let. She says, if I get involved, I'm not going to be able to you know, keep my grades up. He said, what do you think? So Neil says, I think I could do both. So tell that, tell that to your mom. She's not going to listen. She's afraid. I'll, I'll, I'll learn Torah, I'll grow a beard, and I'll go around collecting money. You're seventh grade, you grow a beard, okay? He goes to his mother and says, his mother, I want to go. There's an after-school program called Yabi. I want to join Yabi. Please let me. The mother says, no, not going to let. I know you're going to get distracted. But Neil begged and begged, and eventually the mother gave in on a condition. He keeps his grades up. He got to college. He's all excited. There's a hill there. And he's not underneath his mother's thumb anymore. He now has a chance to learn about Judaism. So he goes to the Hillel administrator and he says, I got a question about my Judaism. Why do bad things happen to good people? Is there a heaven? Is there a hell? Is there an afterlife? And the administrator says, I don't know. I'm a Hillel administrator. I don't know anything. Hillel, by the way, is not a religious organization in almost most places around the country. Even though it sounds religious, but it's not. So he is stuck. He doesn't know what to do. So he has this idea, he calls the local, the local shul, and he says, hi, my name is Neil, you're a rabbi, I want to study Judaism, I want to study Torah, would you study with me, he tells the local rabbi, the community rabbi, the rabbi says, sure, he says, can I study with you every week, the rabbi says, okay, but I'd have to charge you if it's every week, you know, it's how I make a, a parnas, I make a living, so Neil says, no problem, I'll pay you. Now his mother wasn't going to give him money to learn Judaism in college, you could be sure. So he went to the local supermarket and he says to the head of the supermarket, can I stock shelves for you for pay? Do you need another person to stock shelves? They say, yeah, we were actually looking for somebody. And that's what Neil did throughout college. He would take a full workload. At the end of his college day, he did his studies, his homework. He then went to the supermarket. He stocked shelves until his muscles bulged and ached, all in order to have money to pay the rabbi to study Torah with him. He finished, he finished college, and it was time for him to go to medical school. And he had this great dilemma, should he walk in with the yarmulke on? Because it really boiled down to the following question. Who am I? Am I a doctor? Not yet, but I want to be. Is that going to be my identity? Is that my eternity? Is that my posterity? Or am I a Jew? Is my olam is my foreverness, who I am? Jew or Greek? Doctor? Wear a yarmulke? Don't wear a yarmulke? You see, 
This was in the early 1960s, and if you came to the interview with the Yamakon, to the medical school interview, there was a good chance they wouldn't accept you. They were not looking for Orthodox Jews. You would say, what? No, they don't want a Jewish doctor? Yes. Anti-Semitism from the 1940s, there was even a Nazi party in America for a while. And the Nazi caricature of Jews still pervaded in the 1960s. And they did not want a Jew with the yarmulke. So what should I do, walk in with the yarmulke or not? Jew or Greek? In the end, he decided, I'm going to, I'm going to wear the yarmulke. And if they don't want me, then that's okay, because then I don't want them either. I want them to accept me, understanding that I'm going to be a Jew before a doctor. My identity is Jewish, and my parnasa will be medicine. And he was not accepted to the first few colleges that he tried out for, even though he had perfect grades. But he said he saw their eyes drift up to the top of his head and then glaze over. They weren't going to accept him. But he did get into a college with the yarmulke promptly on his head. And the first week of college, the professor said, there's going to be a quiz on Saturday. And Neil comes over to the professor and says, I can't, I can't do it on Saturday. The professor looks at his yarmulke and says, I get it, no problem, you'll do it on Sunday. There was another Jew in the classroom who was not just Orthodox, but his father was an Orthodox rabbi. But he was somebody who did not want to make waves in college, so he took the yarmulke and he shoved it into his back pocket right when he walked into class. He did not want to stick out like a sore thumb, but he would never consider being Machal Shabbos. So he too went over to the professor and he says, I also can't take this quiz on Shabbos. And the professor says, why? He says, oh, I keep Shabbos. The professor says, no, you'll take it on Shabbos. You'll take it on Saturday. He says, but why? You just told Neil he could take it on Sunday. He said, you're no Neil. You see, Neil is a Jew by principle. He is a Jew first. He comes into the classroom with the yarmulke. He believes in what he believes. And so, a Jew by principle, I make exceptions for. He takes it on Sunday. But you... You're a Jew by convenience. I saw what you did. I'm Jewish too. I'm not religious, but I'm Jewish. And I saw as you walked in the class, classroom, you took the yarmulke and you shoved it in your back pocket. So you're a Jew by convenience and I don't inconvenience myself for a Jew by convenience. You'll take it on Saturday or you'll, or you'll fail. And this particular student had a very tough time throughout his college career, throughout his medical school career. What happened with Neil? He never had to take it on Shabbos. By virtue of the fact that he considered himself a Jew first, not only did he not take it on Shabbos, but the yarmulke led to tzitzis, it led to full Shabbosim, and not only did he become from, but he married the daughter of a Rav. And he had many children, and every one of those children are Shomer Shabbos. And then those children had many children. And today, Neil is an older man, and Neil has nearly a hundred grandchildren. This one young son of a widowed Russian mother, only because he kept the yarmulke on, a hundred grandkids who all keep Shabbos. And I know this story because Neil's my dad. And that's why I told you this story. And if he had put his Greekness
before his Junus, if he had taken the yarmulke and shoved it into his back pocket, I wouldn't be here. This place would be empty. And all the people who found Shabbos through Shabbat.com, nearly a million so far, with a shidduch every single week from the website, should sign up every single week. None of them would be there. And my sister, who you know is a very famous speaker, Rith Kamalka, RithKamalka.com, Kamalka Perlman, right? Ace, my brother, who's reached out, and my other siblings who you may or may not have, all from that one orphan son who said that the light of my Hanukkah menorah is going to be so bright that it will illuminate the world. Enjoyed this story? Come again. Bring a friend. Stories to inspire dot org.